What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Hello, everybody. My name is Ray. Welcome to the Evangelical Dark Web. Today, we're going to be discussing Russell Moore and his claim that Jesus has AIDS. This was a 2009 article written on the Gospel Coalition. So we got Russell Moore and the Gospel Coalition. This is a Big Eva double whammy. And this should have been called out at the time for what it was. And we're going to give it the attention that it should have gotten at the time. But, you know, we got to recognize the wins. And in that, you know, evangelicalism has come a long way in 2009 with regards to policing its own via online accountability and calling out false teachers. So we got to give God the glory for that development. But we're going to shine a light on this 2009 article by Russell Moore to highlight the mistakes that were made at the time for the hope that we do not repeat the same mistakes and we do not keep celebrating evil men like Russell Moore. So we're going to dive into that. But first, I want to let you know, Evangelical Dark Web is a Christian news gathering and commentary ministry. You can support us by going over to evangelicaldarkweb.org slash join. This is our Patreon-like system that you can support us at. And you get even more content than what is freely available. And I put a lot of stuff out that's freely available that is beyond just YouTube and audio podcasts. But the least you can do is like this video and subscribe to the channel if you are new. So I want to start out talking about the story by telling it from the end and then circling back to 2009. So I got a clip from the Enneagram conference that I covered. It is a recent Russell Moore interview that he gave and what we're going to watch is Tyler Zach, the host of this Enneagram conference, a Enneagram enthusiast, enthusiast, absolutely simp for Russell Moore. Someone who's accomplished very little, but has failed upward repeatedly. So we're going to watch this clip uh, from a couple weeks ago. What an honor it is to, to meet a fellow uh, just believer in Christ and a role model of mine. I've enjoyed your book uh, onward years ago because I love thinking about the gospel and culture. And since then, I've watched you practice what you preach and write. I've seen you be an advocate to those who have been abused in every way by church leaders. Uh, I've seen you have the courage to stand up to the president of the United States even and Christian nationalism. Uh, I've seen you challenge your own denomination uh, when you were with the SBC, right? Your your life has been marked by courage. Well, thank and, you. And uh, now uh, you are a prophetic voice in our culture, you know, speaking to others who have been disillusioned by the church and what's going on in politics. Uh, you are a trustworthy guide helping people to, to find their way, uh, which is we live in very confusing times right now and uh we'll get to it a little bit but type fours are the best at helping people navigate through the darkness navigate through disillusionment which leads me to your new book and so you're coming up with the
So, yeah, that that is the type of treatment that Russell Moore receives from the world because, you know, Tyler Zach is not a, a biblical teacher. He is, I would say he's a false teacher just by his egalitarianism and his, you know, social justice uh, views and his Enneagram obsession. That's clear markers of a false teacher. But obviously, Russell Moore is a prophetic voice in our culture because he's an Enneagram type four. Whatever that means, it's just ridiculous. So uh, let's uh, first give credit to uh, who brought the story to light. Uh, this story, in part, comes to light from both uh, Woke Preacher Clips and Bethel McGrew. Uh, Woke Preacher Clips, we've used them a lot. They have a lot of uh, clips of Woke Preachers. Very obvious. Bethel McGrew is a Christian humanist, whatever that is. That's a contradiction, in of in and of itself like you can't be a christian humanist because christian human like christianity and humanism are op opposite of each other because christ is the answer not humans humans are in you know human nature is evil uh, because we have a sin nature and that goes against humanism jesus is black we could call, we could also say jesus is gay and any other identity being humiliated. One of my students, Jacqueline Grant, said Jesus is a black woman and she is right. Jesus is a way of talking about God's solidarity with people who are hurt and despised. This is Reverend Dr. James Cohn, the father of black liberation theology. And this is in his final book. Said I wasn't going to tell nobody. Jesus is a black woman and she is right. So, for context, this is Justin Pearson, a Tennessee legislator who was recently kicked out for, you know, supporting transgenderism. So, he got expelled from, like, the House of, or Senate of Tennessee. And he recently preached at a church, and that's what he talked about at a church. And he's quoting James Cone, and he's applying the same logic that Russell Moore is applying in his article on Jesus having AIDS. This is the same logic that Russell Moore is uh, uh, touting. And Bethel McGrew aptly points out that I remember Russell Moore once trying this out with an article called Jesus Has AIDS Memories. So that's what she said. And this is what uh, Russell Moore said, uh, Jesus has AIDS. And again, I have this article at evangelicaldarkweb.org, unearthed cringe, Russell Moore claims claim Jesus has AIDS, which will also be the name of this video. Uh, but I, I want to point out that over the past decade, very few evangelicals were wise to Russell Moore's game. J.D. Hall, back in the day, early days of Pole Pen and Pen, was the most vocal voice. In 2016, President Trump, uh, before he was president, uh, called out Russell Moore for being a terrible representative of evangelicals, garnering the defense of so many who would later oppose Moore, like Tom Buck. And it's funny that Tom Buck has definitely changed a lot over the years, for the better, because that's how sanctification works. But Tom Buck was very supportive of people like Karen Swallow Pryor. Uh, he got burned by that very publicly. And also very supportive of people like Russell Moore. And you can see that in John Harris's uh, video on Russell Moore that he did recently, where he talked about this. 
Uh, you talked about the Donald Trump tweet and the reaction to it from Big Eva. Ironically, Donald Trump, a man not known for discernment, was used by God to point out the snake that is Russell Moore. Yet the warning signs for Russell Moore existed long before 2016. And that is what we're going to talk about with Russell Moore's article, Jesus Had AIDS, written December or published December 1st, 2009. Uh, So Barack Obama has just become president in 2009. And I think Barack Obama was a uh, linchpin for many evangelicals going woke. Yeah, I think a lot of the process start. I, I think with Russell Moore, that process, you know, started with Obama. That's my opinion. I could be wrong, but Obama's president when this article is written, and I think there's an obvious connection. So he starts off saying Jesus has AIDS. Just reading that in the type of font, in in the front in front, just reading that in the type in front of you probably has some of you angry. I don't understand the first part of that sentence. That's why I struggle to read it. Let me help you see why that is. And in doing so, why caring for those with AIDS is part of the gospel mandate to us in the Great Commission. The statement that Jesus has AIDS startles some of you because you know it not to be true. Jesus, after all, is the exalted son of the living God. He has defeated death in the garden tomb and defeated it finally. Uh, I don't think there's a comma needed there. Jesus isn't weak or dying or infected. He's triumphant and resurrected. Yes. He says he does this type of formatting a lot in this article. Yes, but what we're often likely to miss is that Jesus has identified himself with the suffering of this world, an identification that continues on through his church. Yes, Jesus finishes his suffering at the cross, but he also speaks of himself being as being persecuted by the by Saul of Tarsus as Saul comes after his church in Damascus. And we're we're getting the foundation for a pretty bad argument, and this is what I kind of say. Um as to the beginning, this was clickbait before BuzzFeed was a thing. Like BuzzFeed is the big brand that they are because they pioneered clickbait. Like they mastered the art of clickbait. And this is Russell Moore mastering the art of clickbait in 2009. Uh, and he continues with the flawed premise about Jesus uh, suffering through uh, identifying himself through the suffering of the world. Uh, let me just continue reading the rest of this paragraph or rest of this section. Um, Through the Spirit of Christ, we groan with him at the suffering of a universe still under the curse. This curse manifests itself as in billions of other ways. In bodies bodies turned against themselves by immune systems gone awry. That's why the church is to suffer continually with Christ as we partake his presence into the darkness of a fallen creation. The Apostle Paul says then, I rejoice then in my sufferings for your sake, and in my flesh I am filling up what is lacking in Christ's affliction for the sake of his body that is the church. Some of Jesus' some of Jesus's church has AIDS, 
Some of them are languishing in the hospitals right now down the street from you. Some of them are orphaned by disease in Africa. All of them are suffering with an intensity few of us can imagine. Or, and this is just ridiculous. And What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. You know, the world goes after Christians because the world first hated Christ. And that's the type of line that Jesus is saying when he confronts Saul of Tarsus. You know, why are you persecuting me? So the world goes after Jesus's followers because the world hated Jesus. In that way, you know, that is completely right. Russell Moore doesn't know what he's talking about. And this is this is really true. Russell Moore does not know what he talk what he's talking about with regards to AIDS because he's genuinely equating so-called AIDS in Africa to HIV AIDS in the United States, which is a sexually transmitted disease primarily spread through butt sex or sharing needles. You know, this is a public health myth that the U.S. government has long promoted and so too Big Eva. So, you know, that's just the regime narrative. Like Russell Moore's promoting the regime narrative that dates back to Anthony Fauci's handling of AIDS in the 1980s. And we're going to talk about, you know, going back to the 1980s and 1990s and what the issue of AIDS was then and how it applies to 2009 and why we don't hear about it as much in 2023. So, uh, let's uh, continue on with the article. Some of Jesus's, okay, I already read that. Some of you are angered by the statement I typed above because you think somehow it implicates Jesus. After all, AIDS is a shameful disease, one most often spread through sexual promiscuity or illicit drug use. I think I said it more accurately when I said butt sex. Yes, Russell Moore continues. Yes, but, so it is a yes, yes, but. He does this multiple times, it's annoying. But those are the very kinds of people Jesus consistently identifies himself with as he walked the hillsides of Galilee and the streets of Jerusalem announcing the kingdom of God. Can one be more sexually promiscuous than the prostitutes Jesus ate with? Just answer that question. Yes. I'm pretty sure the people in bros and, you know, monkeypox culture is far more promiscuous than the prostitutes that Jesus hang out with, uh, hung out with. Can one be more marginalized from society than a woman dripping with blood, blood that would have made anyone who touched her unclean? 
Yes. Yes, the answer to that is also yes. Jesus touched her and took her uncleanness on himself. Yes. AIDS is scandalous for sure, but not nearly as scandalous as a cross. What a dumb argument. Okay. It's just one of those, we're trying to make Jesus seem edgier and palatable and relatable. You know, kind of like the He Gets Us campaign. At the crucifixion at the crucifixion stake, Jesus identifies himself with the sinful world, including the scandal of my sin. He has seen what or seen to be cursed. He was seen to be cursed by God. That is why it seemed reasonable to the shouting crowds to curse him as a false messiah, because only those who reject because only those rejected by God would ever be hanged on a tree. And that's why the apostle Paul had to repeatedly insist that he was not ashamed of the cross. At Golgotha, Jesus became sin, though he never knew it himself by bearing the sins of the world. Now that's scandalous. Okay. Moreover, some of you are angry because you believe that the statement I typed above is an affront to the dignity of the ruler of the universe. He doesn't have some immune deficiency disease. He's ruling from the right hand of God. Yes, yes, but. Okay, again. And what I wrote about uh, this quote was, of course, we are, you know, you know, righteously indignant about Russell Moore's words. Russell Moore... Russell Moore's article saying that Jesus' AIDS is theologically more unfounded than Joshua Butler's argument that Jesus is currently consummating his bride, referring to semen as an offering in the Holy of Holies. Yet the Gospel Coalition canceled Joshua Butler over that article because it angered feminists. Yet Russell Moore's article should have gotten him fired from the Gospel Coalition. The sta- you know, but it doesn't anger feminists. It appeases them because feminists are also weak on the issue of homosexuality, which we'll talk about in a second. Russell Moore continues. Yes, but we cannot see Jesus only in his head, but also his body. Also his identification with those he calls the least of these, my brothers. Jesus isn't right now hungry, is he? He isn't right now. He isn't naked, is he? He isn't thirsty, is he? He isn't j- jail. In jail, is he? Well, yes, he is. In the nakedness, hunger, thirstiness, and imprisonment of his suf- of his suffering brothers and sisters around the world. Now, can we do a head count on how many Christians have HIV AIDS? It's not a large population. But I, I know it, it does exist. But again, Russell Moore is conflating HIV AIDS with so-called AIDS in Africa. They're not the same thing. When we stand in judgment, we'll stand. Jesus tells us accountable for how uh, Jesus tells us accountable for how we recognized him in the trauma of those who don't seem to bear the glory of Christ at all right now. Uh, we see Jesus now by faith in in the sufferings of the crack ba- of the crack baby, the meth addict, the AIDS orphan. Again, not a, not a category. The hospitalized prodigal who sees the ruin in the wires running from his veins. I wonder how many of us will hear the words from our Galilean emperor, I had AIDS, 
and you weren't afraid to come near me. Like, what in the actual cringe? And so, if we love Jesus, our churches should be more aware of the cries of the curse, including the curse of AIDS, than the culture around us. Then the culture around us. See, there's a comparison. There's a call to action that we should be more in tune with what HIV AIDS is than the culture around us. Our congregation should welcome the AIDS infected and we shouldn't be afraid to hug them as we would hug our Christ. Our congregations should be on the forefront of missions to AIDS ravaged regions of the world like San Francisco, right? Yeah, I'm just staring at him like Padme because he's talking about Africa again. And again, not the same thing. Our families should be willing to welcome those orphaned by the globe, this global scourge. You know, like in San Francisco, right? Because, you know, there are so many same-sex parent households that have died off from AIDS leaving children. Right? Through it all, we should be insistent in global proclamation to those whose blood has become their own enemy, we should announce blood they know not of, the blood of the one who can cleanse them of all unrighteousness just as it cleansed us, the blood of the one who is forever immune to sin and death and hell. So here he goes back to talking more about the homosexuality uh, piece of this. So he goes from Africa to gay to HIV AIDS because he's treating the two interchangeably when they're not. Jesus loved the, loves the world and the world has AIDS. Jesus identifies himself with at least with the least of these and many of them have AIDS. Jesus calls us to recognize him in the depths of his suffering and there's AIDS there too. Jesus has AIDS. That's how Russell Moore concludes. Like, what absolute cringe. Uh, you know, and again, by this logic, you know, Jesus would also have the crab, syphilis, and a yeast infection. That's how bad this logic is. So this is how I conclude the article. We have to remember the context in which this was written. Rush Limbaugh used to argue back in the 90s that AIDS was used by the media and culture to leverage acceptance of homosexuality at a time when most of the population viewed it as sinful. Russell Moore was taking the same approach in trying to get the church to become more accepting of homosexuals. This is in 2009, but Rush, Rush Limbaugh was making this argument in the early 90s, at the latest. That's when Rush Limbaugh was pointing out that AIDS was being used to guilt Christians into supporting homosexuality. And that's what Russell Moore is doing here. It was obvious at the time, because again, we already had a precedent for calling out this nonsense, but went unnoticed by Southern Baptists who would make him the head of the Ethics and Religious Liberty Commission of the Southern Baptist Convention. Christians, again, I conclude uh, this article the way I concluded this video, or began this video, by talking about how Christians have come a long way in being able to call out wolves in the church, like Russell Moore. You know, Russell Moore is a snake. This was a game he was running then. This is a game the Gospel Coalition was running then. A year later, the Gospel Coalition would embrace side-beat theology. 
and the acceptance of homosexuality in the church. So the timeline is undefeated on uh, with the, regards to the arguments that I'm making here. So that's all I got to say about this. My name's Ray. This is the Evangelical Dark Web. If you like my content, uh, also drop that like button and subscribe to the channel. Otherwise, let me know what you think about what I think. I will catch you on the next one. Have a blessed day.